We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hi! Welcome back in for another weekly edition of Steve's Fantasy Football Rankings. Um... We got running backs this week. So I did, if you head on over to 610sports.com, I did, in fact, rank my top 50 fantasy running backs for the 2019 NFL season. Um, I'm not going to go through every single one of them right now because, frankly, I don't have time to break down 50 running backs. Although I absolutely could, I just don't have time to do all that right now. But I am going to kind of explain some of my uh, some of my favorite guys for you. and And you guys should be... Very, very happy, by the way, that I am doing this because I'm basically just giving you draft strategy for free on the Fantasy Football Sunday podcast. So I know all my friends listen to this podcast. I know all my friends check my blogs and stuff at 610sports.com. So you better be downloading the Radio.com app. You better be downloading all of our wonderful content at the 435 Podcast Network, including the Fantasy Football Sunday podcast because I am just giving away my draft strategy for free, and all of my friends that I play in fantasy football leagues with are going to use it against me. But last week, we broke down quarterbacks. This week, I got running backs. Basically, and this this isn't necessarily like a 1, 2, 3, 4, my top 4 running backs, my tier 1 running backs. It's basically 1A, 1B, 1C, 1D, however you want to do it. And I think you can put these guys in any order. Because I think they are all that special. They are all number one running backs who are going to contribute to your fantasy team. Number one, Saquon Barkley. Only thing that would make me worried about him is, God, I expect the Giants to be terrible next year. They traded Odell Beckham Jr., even though I mean he missed some games last year. But they did go give Golden Tate a big contract for whatever reason. Sterling Shepard claims he's really going to step it up this year. They got healthy Evan Ingram. And you know, Saquon... He was special last year with nothing else there. So I expect he's going to be able to do some more of that this season, and he's going to be an even bigger part of the offense. Um, I don't know what the hell they're going to do with Eli or Daniel Jones. So I don't expect much out of anybody except for Saquon, so I feel like the entire offense has to run through him. So I'm still hoping that he's going to figure out to be as productive as he was his rookie season. Christian McCaffrey is just... An incredible player. He is uh, Le'Veon Bell before Le'Veon Bell sat out a season. Like He seems like he is a guaranteed 1,900 all-purpose yards type of player, like a 12 to 15 touchdown type of guy. I think you can draft Christian McCaffrey either one through four and feel very, very good about it. My number number three is Ezekiel Elliott, monster, stud. As long as he doesn't get suspended or something, he's going to have a monster workload. He's going to have touches that are completely uncompromised by anybody else in the backfield and he's going to be a focal point in that offense and Alvin Kamara number four we know Alvin Kamara is a special player he's another one of those receiving backs legit threat for 2,000 all-purpose yards every single season and he doesn't have Mark Ingram in New Orleans anymore 
Uh, they did sign Latavius Murray to kind of be his backup, be his goal line guy, be the cha- change of pace guy. But Alvin Kamara is going to be the stud in that offense. Now, the Saints still like to use a lot of running backs. I expect that to happen more this year. But there's no denying Alvin Kamara's talent. They can't play around and mess with my guy, Alvin Kamara. Uh, jumping ahead to number six, Todd Gurley. Now, Todd Gurley... It's hard to explain sometimes how you're going to put a guy in Todd Gurley who has 40 touchdowns in the last two seasons as the number six running back. Not just position player, running back off the board in fantasy football. But I have no idea what the hell is going on with Todd Gurley's knee. That's obviously concerning. The Rams won't say anything about it. Todd Gurley won't say anything about it. Supposedly, he's got degenerative arthritis in his knee. That's concerning. I, I know uh, there's a lot of other guys who have had the type of injury, maybe it shortens their injury, but early on they can play through it. I just don't know how I feel about Todd Gurley. They drafted another kid, young, uh, dynamic guy out of Memphis there for the Los Angeles Rams. So I'm not saying Todd Gurley's on his way out or anything like that. I'm just saying Todd Gurley's not close to my top running back this year, and he was last season. I mentioned last week, Kyler Murray kind of intrigued me. Arizona Cardinals offense kind of starting to intrigue me. I may be getting into my own head here, uh, but I do think David Johnson's intriguing in that offense because they are building that entire team to run through their offense. Their defense is still probably going to be good because they still got some playmakers there, but that's going to be an offensive-minded team that's going to want to move the ball, and David Johnson's going to be key for Kyler Murray. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, I expect him to just do Le'Veon Bell stuff. He's going to get a massive workload. He's not going to have to compete for touches with anybody, and that's why he's my eighth-ranked running back headed into next season because I still think he's going to be that monster that we expect he is. And big shocker here, jumping ahead to number 11, my guy, Nick Chubb, Cleveland Browns. Chubb averaged 5.2 yards per carry as a rookie. That offense has serious explosive potential. You know how I feel about Baker. I haven't even gotten to my wide receivers yet. He's going to be the clear top guy, assuming Kareem Hunt serves some type of suspension, which we expect him to be. And Nick Chubb, a very, very talented running back in his own regard. So we shouldn't just overlook Nick Chubb for Kareem Hunt. I think Nick Chubb still has potential to easily be a top 15 running back. And I've got him listed higher than most people. But, you know, I'm a Browns guy. Number 11, Nick Chubb. Number 14, you know about him. You know about my guy, Marlon Mack. You know how much I talked about Marlon Mack last season. I love Marlon Mack. I love his skill set. Um, he's a better pass catcher than he gets credit for, and he showcased that early on in his career, uh, but was not effective in that regard at all last season. Uh, they used Neheim Hines to be their primary pass catcher in passing situations, which is probably going to be the case headed into next year, but this offense is going to be a lot better in Indianapolis. Andrew Luck expected to be healthy. Marlon Mack right now is healthy. Hopefully he can head into the season healthy because he missed a bunch of games to start the year last year because of a hamstring injury, I believe. Hopefully, he's healthy this year. Hopefully, he stays healthy. He's had injury problems, but when he is healthy, he is the focal point of their rushing attack. They've got one of the best offensive lines in the NFL, and they just added depth at their wide receiver position. They also get Jack Doyle back. Everything is primed and ready for this offense in Indianapolis to be one of the top three to five units in the NFL. Number 15 running back, Damian Williams. Everybody's really high on Damian Williams. Everybody's got him as like a legit second-round pick because he appears to be the top running back in an Andy Reid run offense when Patrick Mahomes is his quarterback. So Damian Williams, you would assume, has to be a, you know, a, a number two running back taken off of your board, which is why most people have him going, you know, in the mid to late second round. I think that is absolutely crazy. I think that is absolutely crazy. You know, even in an Andy Reid-led offense, that those running backs are going to put up numbers. 
They're going to have opportunities to be very productive. And Andy Reid, over the course of his entire career, has pretty much always found a way to make his running backs fantasy relevant. And I expect some of that with Damian Williams this year. I'm not saying he can't be fantasy relevant or that he can't be a top 20 running back. I'm just not going to take him in the second round because I don't have a whole lot of faith in Damian Williams' talent, to be quite honest. I don't have any faith in Carlos Hyde either. I don't have much faith in anybody in the Chiefs' backfield right now. And I expect that they're going to pass a lot, and I expect that they're going to try to use their superstar quarterback. Now, they're going to need those running backs to be involved in the passing game. That's why Damian Williams, he's still in my top 15. I mean, he's still a fairly highly ranked running back for a guy who doesn't, in my opinion, have all that much talent. But he's still going to come off the boards because he's still going to get the opportunities. And we have no idea what's really going on with the Chiefs' backfield right now. I mean, traditionally, Andy Reid's not a committee type of guy. So I'm still in in wait-and-see mode on Darwin Thompson. Jumping ahead to number 24 in my running back rankings. Mark Ingram, Baltimore Ravens. I really like Mark Ingram. It actually took me a little bit to remember that Mark Ingram had signed with the Ravens. I knew he wasn't a saint anymore. I was like, oh, yeah. So, I mean, I expect that that Baltimore Ravens offense is going to be that same type of rushing attack that we saw last year, but then according to Lamar Jackson, that offense changed a lot, and it's not the same offense that he was running last year, so he has no idea what he's really doing so far in OTAs. So that's kind of concerning, but I would imagine they're still going to be a run-heavy team because Lamar Jackson, that's his skill set right now. He is not an NFL passer right now, but they had so much success Banking on that defense being great and using their rushing attack last season, I think that means a lot of work for Mark Ingram. I think Mark Ingram is a guy that I would take probably over a Damian Williams. Let somebody else reach on Damian Williams, and I'll go out and I'll get Mark Ingram, who's going to get just as much work probably because the only people behind him are Kenneth Dixon, Gus Edwards, Justice Hill. Those are guys that aren't going to easily pass up Mark Ingram on the depth chart. While I do like the Gus bus, Gus Edwards, I'm a big fan of him. I mean, Mark Ingram, they signed him and gave him a decent amount of money to be their starting running back in in, in an offense where the rushing attack is the focal point of the offense. So I like Mark Ingram's value a lot more than I like the value of a guy like Damian Williams. Same thing could be said about my number 26 running back, Darius Geis, Washington R's. If Geis is healthy, he could be an absolute steal, even with Adrian Peterson and Chris Thompson in the fold. Technically, right now, they're listed ahead of him on the depth chart because he's still recovering from that torn ACL last year. But if you watch Geis at LSU at all, you know he is an absolute monster. He is a monster. He is a legit number one caliber running back, physical freak who can run you over and still has enough speed to break things outside. Like, Darius Geis has legit RB1 potential. Maybe he's not quite health-wise there just yet, but I will take that value of him at number 26 over another guy like Damian Williams any day of the week. I mean, I would would take Darius Geis. I would be happy with getting that value over a guy like Devontae Freeman, who's my number 18 running back, because Devontae Freeman coming off of injury, people are going to look at it and say, well, he's the number one running back in Atlanta Falcons offense that can put up points. Yeah, I agree, but he hasn't played 16 games since he signed a contract extension two years ago. And he hasn't come close to it. And last year, he missed a bunch of games. So, I have no faith in Devontae Freeman, if we're being quite honest. I I have a little bit more faith in his former teammate. My number 28 running back, Tevin Coleman, who is now a San Francisco 49er. I'm a little weary of the Niners' backfield because they've got, like, 
four or five dudes that you think could possibly be in the mix, but I've always been a Coleman fan. He's underwhelmed a little bit in his opportunities to really take the lead role. He had multiple chances in Atlanta and never really managed to pull it off outside of injuries to Devontae Freeman. But he did have uh, some of his most productive work was with Kyle Shanahan. And Kyle Shanahan is the head coach in San Francisco. And Kyle Shanahan, like Andy Reid, is another one of those coaches who, no matter who you put in his backfield, Matt Breida was highly productive with Kyle Shanahan last year. They're going to put up numbers. They're going to get opportunities to score. They're going to get opportunities to be fantasy relevant. That's why I like Tevin Coleman a lot. Jarek McKinnon's obviously going to be in the mix still. Matt Breed is going to be in the mix still. But Tevin Coleman, by all early reports coming out of San Francisco, is going to pace that backfield and touches. So I will invest in Tevin Coleman. Another guy I love, love, love. My number 33 fantasy running back rookie, David Montgomery out of Iowa State. This dude is a straight-up monster. I cannot wait. You, you know you know how you felt a uh, couple years ago when Kareem Hunt was coming out of when Kareem Hunt was coming out of the draft, you know, the uh, Chiefs had some question marks in the backfield. Spencer Ware appeared to be the guy, but Kareem Hunt was going to be heavily involved because you knew he was a talented rookie. Spencer Ware gets hurt early in the season, Kareem Hunt becomes the lead back, um, and fast forward Kareem Hunt winds up leading the NFL in rushing. Winds up being a very, very valuable fantasy asset. I think David Montgomery has that potential. David Montgomery is that type of running back. He is a guy that's got a little bit more speed than you think he does, and he's also impossible to tackle. He will run guys over at the NFL level, and he's going to get opportunities in Chicago. Tariq Cohen is going to be their passing down back. He's going to be what he's been the past couple of years. Sure, he's explosive. Sure, he's dynamic. And he's going to get opportunities in their passing game, especially with Mitch Trubisky, who doesn't really stretch the field all that much. But they've already, the Bears have already said they want Cohen to just be their receiving guy. He's not going to be an every-down type of workhorse. So that leaves with the absence of Jordan Howard, who they traded to Philadelphia. You've got 250 carries and nine touchdowns that you have to fill with David Montgomery. And David Montgomery, I think, is a much more talented player than Jordan Howard ever has been, even as a rookie. So I love David Montgomery next season, and he's one of my sleeper rookie running backs who I think is going to have a monster, monster fantasy impact next year. So that's all I got. You can tweet me if you want, at Steven Sert. I'll try to answer some of your fantasy questions, or uh, we can... Uh, we can go back and forth on our rankings and stuff like that and try to decide uh, where, where we uh, where we lost each other a little bit. But uh, next week, I will have my wide receiver rankings for you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.